from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Well, welcome back into another edition of the Huskers Radio Network podcast, a postseason softball edition as we welcome in Big Ten champion and Husker pitcher Courtney Wallace. Courtney, how does that sound? Has it gotten old hearing that yet? Big Ten champs. Honestly, no, it hasn't, but it doesn't feel real at the same time. So, I mean, it sounds nice. I like hearing it. <laughs> well, when you saw your name pop up on the screen going to the postseason and regional action, what was that feeling like? Yeah, that was exciting. I think um, we had talked a little bit about where we could possibly go uh, earlier in the day and yesterday. Uh, yesterday, we talked about it. But um, it was exciting to see that again, to see Nebraska up there. You know, Coach Ravel has talked about a lot about at the well after the final out of last season when you and um, a couple of the leaders, Olivia Farrell, went and talked to her and the coaching staff. And what can we do? What do we got to do? We're ready to do whatever it takes to get back to the postseason. Can you take us back through those conversations and what was it like for your perspective to go in there and have those conversations? Yeah, I think mostly it was um, watching JMU in the World Series. Um, that was a team that was, they were just gritty. They were young. They didn't really have much experience. And as I was sitting there watching, I was like, that's something that we can do. We're young. We're not going to have experience. We have some veterans and a lot of underclassmen. And they kind of just inspired my whole thought process behind it. And then um, we kind of broke down as a team, once we got back, um, what we needed offensively, um, batting percentage, on-base percentage, fielding percentage, ERA as a staff, and uh, broke that down to like the number percentage of what we needed and what the teams at postseason had, and also how our goal was to get 40 wins, and it kind of just worked out. Wow. So at what point did you think, okay, because it's one thing to say it, and then at the beginning of the season, I know you guys are working through some things, but at what point did you think, okay, this team could be pretty special. We could get to the postseason. We could compete for a Big Ten title. I would say obviously the 18-game win streak um, was something that I was like, okay, this is this is just flowing. Things are good. We're pitch by pitch. We're, we're um, day by day. It's not really, we're not looking too far ahead. We're not looking too far behind. And then I think when we lost Indiana Friday, the Friday before we went to the tournament, um, and we all sat together as a team after the game, just the girls, it wasn't even the coaches, and we all talked and said um, pretty much like, we're not done. This is not how we're going to end this season. We're going to the tournament, and it was kind of just like a flip, like the switch just flipped, and then that's what carried into the tournament. So, Wow. So you get the start in the first game for you guys, and then you come in and you get the start against Ohio State as well. What was that like for you, getting the ball to start things rolling and to come through and perform the way that you did, especially in those first two games? And then we'll talk about the title game here in a minute, but those first two games to start with. Um, I honestly went into the um, day I was like, I'm not nervous, so that's a good sign. I got a little adrenaline, but I'm okay. Um, I remember my freshman year, I started the first game too, and I was way nervous. I was so nervous. But um, going into Penn State, it was just like, okay, everyone else is calm. This is just going to be another game. Like, I just need to go in there, hit my spots, and throw my change up. Like, we'll be fine. And then um, they go up on us first. 
I'm. St- I think we're still calm, even in the Ohio State game. We're still calm. Not once the whole weekend. I don't think we were like, uh oh, like this is not gonna go good. We were we were calm the whole time. That's when I knew I was like, okay, we got this. <laughs> yeah, I mean the way that your lineup just comes through, even when things might not be clicking early, they just find a way. Uh, what is that like as a pitcher to know? I mean, hey, it might take till the sixth inning or whatever it is, but hey, they're gonna get it done. Uh, what is that like as a pitcher knowing that they're they're gonna find a way? It just might take them a minute, but they'll find a way to get it done. Yeah, I think it's just my mentality is just keep putting up zeros. All you got to do is put up zeros; they'll come through. That's what I'm thinking the whole time. <laughs> You know, there are times that, I mean, a couple of batters that, I mean, it is just a battle and you just keep fighting and fighting and, you know, the pitch count might rise against certain hitters. What is your mentality when, when that is happening? I mean, it, there are times it just you are refusing to lose that battle against certain hitters. <laughs> yeah, um, I just, that's literally what I'm saying in my head. Like, you're not going to beat me. Whether I have to give up a fly ball or ground out, you're not getting on base, and then we're going to go three up, three down, and get back on offense. That's my mentality the whole time. How do you get to that point? Because a lot of pitchers, you know, you might get it in your head. You might be thinking, you know, certain things, but to stay in that locked in in that mindset where no matter what, you're going to win that battle. How do you get to that point? Um, Yeah, it took a lot of time. I think I've been someone that's always been kind of confident, though, and turning around, and I see Billy and Cam and Sid and Maya – and the outfielders, and they are looking at me like, Court, you got this. Like, all of our trust is in you. I think that just ups it 20 times more, too. Okay, so now let's go to the end of the Ohio State game. And how about Liv Farrell hits <laughs> the walk-off double at the ballpark. The last time she hit, she had a couple home runs, but she hadn't hit since then. She comes in um, in relief and then hits the, uh, the walk-off. What was that like to see her deliver in that moment? With Liv, I'm not even surprised, honestly. Like, that's just who she is. Um, I just remember Ravel coming over to the fence, and she's like, this is Liv's field. Like, this is Liv's field. She's going to do this. And then she just hit the ball. So, I mean, that was awesome. That's exactly what we needed. <laughs> you know, you were the first person that I interviewed on this um, team, and I remember well, in studio when you were talking about the relationship between you and Liv and how you balance off of each other and feed off of each other. Um, you know, how not everybody is that way where, you know, you, you could be like, oh, I'm the starting, I'm the number one. But it seems like you two just really are so supportive and are number each other's number one fans. How special is the relationship and the dynamics between you and Liv? Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with it. I mean, understanding your role has been the biggest thing on our team this year. And if we were arguing or fighting about who's going to be the number one, it wouldn't be going the way it's going. You have to be selfless. You cannot be selfish in this game. Um, that's how teams make it deep. And as you like, even though in the tournament, I started in Ohio State, but she came in and finished. She started the title game, I came in and finished. And without knowing that or without having done that over the full year, I don't know where we'd be. Like, we just have so much trust in each other. That's amazing. So it goes to the eighth inning. What what was the emotion like in the dugout when you guys get out of the seventh, you, your defense comes up with the double play, and then you, you get a pop fly, and then you're going into extras. What was the emotion like? What was the dugout like in that moment? In Ohio State? Sorry, in the uh, championship game, when you guys were going okay. into the extra innings. Um, Honestly, it was pretty calm. Um. I don't think anyone was really freaking out. After we came off defense, everyone was screaming and going nuts. And we're like, let's go. Like, we're winning this. And then it, they went up there and did their jobs. So. 
Yeah, so two outs, right? And Cami Barra delivers. I mean, she's just came in clutch throughout the entire weekend. Um, again, down to two outs, the bot are in the top of the eighth. No, no doubt that you guys are going to find a way at that point. Mm -hmm. No doubt. I mean, I know once uh, Cam got on and hit that double, Cam's been clutch all year. That's that's what she does. Um, that we were going to win that game. So you come through, you uh, finish the game out, and you're Big Ten champions. What was that moment like when you're all coming together in the circle, you're in the circle, and everybody's surrounding you, and you know that you got the job done? Yeah, it was so surreal. I mean, I've been here for four years, and I know what we've done um, from the losing seasons to now, and it's been a lot of work put in to change the culture to get to this point. So it was honestly just like a breath of fresh air to know that we put in a basket back where they're supposed to be. So you guys pick up the trophy and then you take it to Coach Ravel. How, what did that mean to you to get to go hand her the trophy, but then also to deliver the Gatorade bath on her too? <laughs> um, well, I think just the symbolism of me giving her that trophy was more of just like, you know, you des she deserves it just as much as we do. She's been through a lot, and she's an amazing woman. She really is, and I just wanted her to know that she earned it just as much as we did. And then the meme that we've turned into for missing the water on her, um, it was like it was a Carly was flipping it before I was ready, and she was very excited. So, but we got some of it on her, so. <laughs> She kind of just stood there and took it like, all right, I'll take it. But yeah, um, yeah you at least you got a little practice, you know, when yeah. it hap it's going to happen again. When it happens again, you guys will be prepared for it. <laughs> I'll be ready, yeah. <laughs> but you just talked about just Coach Rebel, what she's meant to you. Um, I mean, that how special was that to be able to come through and give this program the first Big Ten title, the first time you're going to the postseason since 2016, just all these things. What did it mean to you to, to help be a part of that and for Coach Ravel? It, it's been amazing so far. I mean, we're not even done yet, and this is what we've so far accomplished. I mean, like I said, we've been through a lot. That Nebraska softball was very low for a little bit, and it just feels amazing to be a part of it. I'm happy that I've been here to witness it and be a part of it and you know, even if I were to see it 10, 10 years down the line that the work that we've put in has helped someone else, um, it's I'm forever grateful to be a Husker. Yeah, absolutely not done yet. So you go to um, regional and you guys haven't been there in a while. So what's the approach now? I mean, I know you guys have maintained like, you know, keeping things the same and day by day and all of that. But um, as a pitcher, and I know you guys do a lot of film study, how do you go about diving into studying opponents when you're going to have a different one, potentially three different opponents in three days? Um, so, yeah, today we watched film, actually, and I think the biggest thing in postseason is every team's looking for an edge on something. Um, we need a little bit just to get us a little bit above everyone else, so um, we really are dialed in on film. I know we're watching film every day this week for at least an hour or so, so um, just doing what we've been doing i mean we can't put too much pressure on ourselves like we're here we're supposed to be here we've earned being here and we're just as good as all the other teams coming in so just sticking to our game really has, has been the biggest thing we've talked about today and then just as a leader uh you know going into this what do you hope uh, the mentality is for this team that you guys take into this weekend 
I mean, from the outside looking in, people think, oh, Oklahoma State, they're the number seven seed, the national seed, all of that. But for you guys going into this, um, looking to maybe pull an upset and continuing to make some noise, what, what mentality do you hope this team takes in to Stillwater this weekend? Um, yeah, I honestly just want us to come out guns blazing, energy out of the butt, like just going for it. I mean, we have nothing to lose. We're going there as the underdog. You know, it's it's more for them to get upset than it is for us. So I say we just go out and play and be confident and have some swag on the field. All right. Well, Courtney Wallace, appreciate your time. Congratulations, man. It was so awesome to watch you guys. Um, make the run in the Big Ten tournament, and I know you guys are not satisfied yet. So best of luck, and we'll look forward to seeing you down in Stillwater. Thank you. See you there.